You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Actually, I'm so glad you brought up Brandon Hagel. Let's chat about him for a second before we get into a quick little midseason review, and then we'll let you out of here shortly. But... Um, I love that you mentioned that people were like, okay, Hagel's good because he plays with Kane. Then when he got here, he was surrounded by questions of, you know, your line mates with the Blackhawks, and now you've got Nikita Kucherov. And I got a chance to sit down with him right before they left for the road trip and ask him, you know, about his individual identity. Hockey's a Wii sport. I'm a big fan of that. But, you know, I want to know what he thinks of himself as an individual. And he's like, well, I'm not the most skilled player on that top line. And I think he's so skilled. I think he's faster than people expect. Um, I think that with his size, his forechecking ability, his physicality, he's not afraid to drop the gloves. He's not afraid to stay on you. And he's got similar tight coverage as Anthony Sorelli has without drawing a hundred penalties. So what would you say makes him special as a player without the Patrick Kane or the Nikita Kucherov or Braden Point? Well, I, I think what really makes him special, and and you could really throw this label on a lot of players on this team, and it really what it comes down to is that their ability to adapt to how they are playing in the moment. Um, it was so much was made when he was brought in last year that he wasn't scoring. Uh, he had 22 mm-hmm. goals, I believe, out in Chicago, came to Tampa, maybe scored not even a handful of goals, uh, didn't really do much in the playoffs, but uh, offensively, but what he did that really contributed was he played physical, and and so really what it comes down to, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's 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 able to do so much of everything to a degree to where it has an effect uh, positively on this team. And he certain moments, and, and not to get too nostalgic here, but he reminds me in certain moments of Yanni Gord, and I that's what I love about Brandon Hagel because. We all enjoyed what Yanni Gord did. Uh, yeah, like you said, wasn't afraid uh, to drop the gloves, not afraid to get physical, not to get into the dirt, not afraid to get into the dirty areas, and can score. and And I mm-hmm. see that would I see that with Brandon Hagel, and and I think that he's really come on this year. And I and I was very critical of or or sort of skeptic about him beginning this year because I was still in that camp. Was he successful because he was with Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrinket, or but then again you. How do you not carry that over with Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos here? Mm-hmm. I think really what it came down to with these guys, you know, and we also got spoiled with Nick Paul coming in and just lighting up. Oh the, my the gosh, world. just going <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think really what it came down to uh, combined with that is that he just needed to get comfortable. He needed to find himself uh, and, and try and figure out what kind of player he was going to be. Uh, within this group of superstars and all stars, so and he has mm-hmm. he's he's having a phenomenal year. He scored last night, and he but he's not doing he's not having highlights about it. He's just going in and doing his job, doing his job, and that's all you could ask for. And that's why I think he's so valuable to this team. 
Yeah. I think in a way he's a very fundamentally sound player. Um, And it's not as noticed because, you know, if he's not having these highlight role goals, then you're not talking about it as much. And then you've got Nikita Kucherov, who's just Nikita Kucherov, which is always the conversation after every game. I swear media finds a way to bring Kuch into every conversation. Um, Nothing against the guy, but which, uh, Brings me to midway point evaluation. Team started off where they were basically relying on special teams to get them points. Then they mm-hmm. turn into this team that has this even strength attack um, that you cannot not appreciate. Uh, special teams hasn't been their strong suit, I would say, after that point of the season. Um, what's your evaluation of where this team is and the biggest improvement that they're going to need to make when they start talking playoffs 100%? I think they've really done a good job of playing around. They kind of came out flat out of the gates, uh, really started to play as a team in December. Uh, in my opinion, was the best team in the NHL at that point. I mean, if not named the Boston Bruins. And <laughs> I, I think that they've started to kind of come down from, from cloud nine in, in recent weeks, but they're still playing hard. They're still playing physical. They They still have that discipline uh they still are taking care of the park which is you you'd love to see and i i think we're gonna see a little hic- uh, a couple of hiccups here and there down the road but i think really what the question mark is for this team is going to be what version of andre vasileski are you going to get down the stretch and in the playoffs because it's been so much as talked about that he's kind of he's having an off year which if you look at his numbers i think that in, in years past, if we, we weren't having this this goalie renaissance that we are having in the last couple of years, that's enough. What he's doing right now would win you a Vezina like 10 years yeah. ago, which is insane to think about. So I, I think really and, and he's if you look at his numbers compared to when he won the Vezina, he's pretty much along the same lines. So I, I think really and, and obviously the big part is that he hasn't got his first shutout, which will. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. But I think it's a, a lot of eyes are going to be on 88 going forward because it, it, that's going to be so fundamental to whether or not they get back to the Stanley Cup final and, and have a chance mm-hmm. to lift Lord Stanley again. Is It's going to be Andre Vasilevsky because we've seen the, the performance out of the guys on the, on, the, on the ice. They're doing such a great job. They're playing well. I think that they're right at the pace at what Toronto is playing with. I ideally i would love to see them within five points to end the season behind boston but boston is just on another level than everybody else so you're gonna have to kind of root for boston to to slow down at this point um but yeah andre vasileski i think that he could easily get back to his his dominant self um i i think really all it comes down to is just rattling off a couple of dominant performances i really thought on my show, I actually predicted that he was going to get a shutout last night, which obviously did not come to fruition. But um, mm-hmm. all it takes is for him is a couple of games to to get things going. And then within a week, the rest of the league is talking about is Vasilevsky in the Vezina Trophy discussion. <laughs> so I think really what it comes down to is him is 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 really how he performs is really it's going to determine how far this team can go uh, as the season closes and as the playoffs start. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. That's such a great point. I feel like Vazzy's not talked about enough in terms of how much he contributes to getting this team over finish lines. And yeah, it does take dynamic performances to, to gas a guy up like Vasilevsky. He's so meticulous and, and really just kind of functions in his own in his own realm. So it takes very specific things to get him on board. But maybe, just maybe, an all-star weekend can help get his juices going again and get yeah. him excited. Um, we've got to talk about NHL All-Star Week because I had a whole spiel about guys that I felt like needed to make it. Obviously, Mika Rantanen, he should have been the first guy, in my opinion, from the abs um, over anybody else because he's carried his team this season between injuries and lack of of, of chemistry over there then i had to make a case for bo horvat and dry they end up getting in and then when it came to the atlantic one guy i just asked for one guy and that was Braden point and while i love vassy vassy gets in Braden point gets snubbed what's your thoughts on maybe all-star weekend helping vassy uh get reduced and how big of a snub was it to not have Braden point in all-star week well, first of all, Braden Point, 21 points in 25 games, kind of speaks for itself. Uh, That's what uh, I thought. <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, you can't have everybody in, but maybe the, the league down the line will change its its structure on how they, how many players they want to have in and maybe have some sort of different of a format to where all the great players get in. But, you know, but with Vasilevsky, I, I think, this could pen, you know, you, you do have a point there. I think this can be the 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 starting point for him to kind of get off on a a role here. Uh, he's playing against some of the best of the best now. How seriously he's going to take these games? I mean, I I don't think he's really going to think anything of it. I think there is going to be a little pride there, though. I think he's going to go out mm-hmm. there and want to try and put out a great performance. So who knows? Maybe he plays. He has a couple of highlight saves in the All Star game and. I would imagine he's probably going to have some sort of participation in uh, the shootout competition. So maybe we'll, we'll see uh, him in that and make a couple of great saves. And maybe he could bring that into uh, the, the regular season games and, you know, uh, propel him into the, to the, the elite now conversation. I can't believe we're having that, this conversation <laughs> about Azaleski getting in back into the elite conversation of goaltenders. But yeah, All-Star Weekend. I don't know if you saw the the the, uh, the jerseys dropped, I believe, last night or earlier this morning. A uh, little bit of a 1994 vibe with a little bit of Miami colors. What's your take on those jerseys? My take is why are we obsessed with Miami Vice vibes across the league now for everything? You know, I it's if, if we don't throw some Miami Vice into it, it's no longer retro. But that being the point of retro has thrown me for a loop. I love the Canucks jerseys that they wore on Wednesday night. I'm not going to lie. I got some backlash from fans on that one. Um, but I'm all for a good throwback. I mean, look, I think I'm one of the few people that actually liked the Lightning's retro jerseys and gave into the they're so bad, they're good vibes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm still waiting to, to order my custom one. And that's where I stand with that. So I actually like them. I, I will be merching it up when it comes to All-Star Weekend with all of throwbacks. And uh, yeah, I... I don't know. Everything's Miami Vice. It's the pink and the lime green that they throw into the mix of everything. I can't hate it, but 
I just don't understand where the theme particularly came from. You seem like you have a different opinion on it. I liked it. I, I like the Miami Vice colors. Uh, I, I'm actually having more fun giving Locked On Panthers host Armando Velez flack about that. The All-Star game is going to be the biggest game played all year in in, in Florida. So in, in, that, in that arena. So, uh, you know, I, I, I always like to, to to look at the jerseys and, and, and you know, really dissect them. And, and yeah, I... Miami Vice can't go wrong with those colors, though. So, yeah, that's true. They're iconic for a reason. I, I will yeah. give them that. Um, Sunrise can use the can use the uh, popularity and the facelift, though, because everyone's giving the Panthers so much slack for the season that they're having. But if you really pay attention to the pieces that they formulated together for that team to work, it was a lot of the physical element that that got them as far and helped. Yeah being on their side. So maybe All-Star Week will help more than Vasilevsky's confidence, and that'll kind of spread across the way there. Um, Adam, let everybody know where they can find you and when your shows are and show time so that they can continue to listen into great conversations like this. So Locked on Lightning is every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes depending on the, the schedule where we might put out an, a bonus episode on the weekend. So every day, uh, Locked on Lightning, definitely. You can find the show on YouTube as well as wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Give the show a follow on social media, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked on underscore Lightning on Instagram. And you could give me a follow at Danky Dank on Twitter. Uh, love the conversation. Love the interactions I've been getting from all Lightning fans. Uh, definitely the conversation for the next couple of days will be how did Braden Point not make the All-Star game? all-star team i am excited for that guys please go follow and especially join that conversation i know we can't change the results now but i feel like if we just talk about it that much more it'll make us all feel better because what are podcasts if not therapeutic and cathartic in so many different ways adam thank you so much for giving me your time bearing with my tech issues and the lack of me managing the stinking laptop on a friday morning uh hockey fans pucks and bolts fans lightning fans thank you as always be sure to download Pucks and Bolts on the Odyssey app. Follow us at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter as well as Instagram. Keep up to date on all of these exciting episodes when we have lovely guests like Adam to talk about your favorite team and the hockey town that is Tampa Bay. Multiple times a week, as I've mentioned, in those mini episodes where we talk to your favorite players and get insight from coaches. Guys, I am Casey Hudson. This is Adam, and thank you so much for joining us for a brand new episode of Pucks and Bolts.